Hello, and welcome to Belonging Before Believing, a podcast where we answer your questions about the church from the inside. Did you see my headphones kind of pop off a little bit there? Like they got about a half inch of air when you came on to the microphone all hot like that. Yeah. Yeah. Love it when I come on the microphone hot. (laughs) You are hot. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) We're not doing an episode on homosexuality yet. No, we're doing one on CrossFit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's fine. That's fine. Dude, it's such an easy target. Are you constantly reminded because I look so good? Well, because you watch video. Like, I literally walked in here, and there's a video of a guy walking on his hands. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the middle of the open right now. I don't know what that is. You do know what it is. You make fun of me for every Friday this month. It seems like there's always an open going on or something. No, 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 no. Dude, you, like, bought... The most expensive cable package you could, so you could get the CrossFit channel or something. I've never paid a cent for cable. My Thank you point very stands. much. You are always watching videos of somebody lifting something or jumping somewhere or something. <laughs> I don't even, all kinds of things. Look, I, ha- I decided it was time in my life to pick a healthy hobby. You look great. Thank you. Yeah. This is doing absolutely nothing for me putting to bed the the accusation that I'm arrogant. You you look great. Thanks. You you look amazing. Thanks. Amazing. Appreciate that. All right. So speaking of things that my dollars go towards. <laughs> I think that's the only did time we've had that, a successful transition. Were you? Did you have that one like stowed away? How would like I know? Already... I didn't know you were going to make fun of me for paying cable to watch CrossFit. Oh, you're right. That was clever then. Yeah. Good job, dude. Thanks. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. Anyway, now that the transition is completely lost, um, things that my dollars go towards. If my tax dollars are funding programs like Planned Parenthood, why should I pay taxes? When they go to things that I don't believe are right. So this is a this is a question I got. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually there when you got it too. Yeah, well, I'm just starting to get questions. This Mo- was an, most of what this we've was an done, in-person question. Yeah, most of what we've done have been questions that you've gotten through our through your Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. So it's kind of cool to get this question. Um, taxes. So this question. Uh, we can tackle from a couple of different angles. And first of all, the, the, the big overarching principle of government, right? Government is honestly a blessing from the Lord. It's something that was instituted by God as a blessing um, after the flood in Genesis chapter 9. And oddly enough, it actually begins with the um, not only prohibition, but command that when people commit certain crimes, that capital punishment can and should be instituted, not by individuals, not by vigilantes, but by the government, by a governing body, by a group of people who um, have a right, the authority um, to govern the nation. It's a blessing that anarchy doesn't exist. Government is a good thing. My favorite vigilante has one rule, and it's don't kill. Yeah. Batman. Batman, yeah. Well, and and so I want to say that even though I lean libertarian 
in my political framework and my political makeup, I still want to acknowledge that there is good, that, that government is good and it is a blessing from the Lord. I just believe the smaller, the better and the fewer the laws, the better. But I still do believe that we ought to have people who are over us, who are wise, who are capable um, to make judgments and to protect the citizens and protect their property and that kind of thing. Now, having said that, so, um, you know, for better or for worse, we live under a government, whether we agree with the people who are over us or not, we still live in this particular land, in this particular nation. And part of living in this land means that we have to pay taxes. And it's taxes to the federal government, taxes to the state government, taxes to the county government, to the city. Um, we have a lot of taxes to pay. Not as much as some countries, but and less than others. But, no, that was the exact same thing I just said. You get it. <laughs> I get it. I <laughs> we, get it. We, we have to pay taxes. And what the, that money goes to is it goes to what the government believes and thinks is a good and wise use of this revenue for the betterment of society, for the Supposedly. betterment of the nation. Well, there are a lot of things that, that are, are better. You know, I am really, really glad that we have a strong military. I'm really, really glad that we have a sound infrastructure. You know, I'm really, really glad that we have a lot of the blessings and benefits that we do in this land that are supported by our tax dollars. Now, question is, what about when the money goes to things that we don't agree with? And the specific instance here was Planned Parenthood. Now, I know that the, we're not going down the road of abortion tonight, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to use Planned Parenthood as a stand and a placeholder for something we would say the government funds that we wouldn't agree with. And I think okay? that there, so that I think be, there are going to be people on both sides of the sure, aisle where totally there are going it. to be things that government funds that we don't. Right. Agree Everybody's going to be affected by this, right? right? So it might be military, sure. right? It might be um, national health care. It might be that we don't put enough money to national health care. It might be that more money should go so that colleges are free. It might be that we believe that, you know, what, what else? I mean, there's... Yeah, you I want to say so many things, but now my mind... You, you get it. There, the, the government does things that we agree with and things that we don't agree with. So how do we, especially for you and me, because the question's us as Christians, right. right? The question is, ask your pastor... We want to ask a pastor questions. So somebody's asking the pastor this. What about this? So the first thing that I mentioned is government is a good thing. It's a blessing from the Lord. It is actually a manifestation of God's curse when he allows anarchy to reign. We see that in the end of the book of Deuteronomy when he talks about the curses that are going to come if the nation falls away from the Lord. And part of that is a weakening of the governmental structure. So what about when we see the government doing things that we know God doesn't want to happen or we know we don't agree with. So the first place we have to go is to Jesus. And Jesus, when he was walking with his disciples in northern Israel, was confronted by Pharisees. And Peter chimed in one time when they said, 
to Jesus, is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar? And they're trying to trap Jesus, right? They're trying to get him caught in this trap of, should you pay taxes or should you not, right? And Jesus said, oh, I'm mixing two stories there. Peter's a different story. Jesus said, give me a coin. Whose inscription is on this? Caesar's inscription was on the coin. And he says, then give to Caesar what Caesar's and give to God the things that are God. Meaning, pay your taxes, but you with yourself worship God. With Peter, the Pharisees confronted him and says, doesn't your uh, teacher pay the temple tax? And Peter said, no, he doesn't have to pay that. (coughs) Pardon me. He says, yes, of course he pays that. And Jesus came to Peter later on and said, no, the son of the king, the prince, doesn't pay taxes because he's a son of the king. However, because you said yes, here's some money, go and pay that. So there we begin to get an inkling that Jesus is okay with paying taxes, even if it's something that we don't agree with, because he had Peter pay taxes for the thing that he himself even said, no, we don't have to pay taxes for this. Now, moving further down the road, Paul the apostle in Romans chapter 13, he says... Man, you're just doing everything that I had lined up. Go for it. Hit it. Do you want me? You no, go. Keep, on, keep on moving. Okay. Testify. <laughs> Let every... I'm preaching. I'm a preacher. I know. I know. I if, just say If words. only you guys could see my silent nods and, and, and my affirmative, <laughs> you know, looks that I give him. Yeah. I, oh, he has my support. I'm backing him up big time. Okay, Romans chapter 13 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. So he says this, Let every person, and here he's speaking to the church in Rome, which is the the heart, the capital of the Roman Empire. He says, Let every person in the church, not in the church, but specifically in the church, be subject to, Submit yourself to the governing authorities for because there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. The Roman government at that time was very... Anti-Christian. Anti-Christian, very harsh, very militaristic. Things were legal that we would just, we were appalled with. Yeah, not in the same way that people (laughs) like to say that our government is anti-Christian today. Not right. not in the Fox News type of anti-Christian. Right. That's ridiculous. Fox News is ridiculous. Well, Anyways, I, excuse okay. me, what Fox News would want to say is anti-Christian. Right. And, and in that day, I mean, we we look at this and we... Okay, let me, let me read a little more before I get into that. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur a judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you'll receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. He is the servant of God, an avenger who carries around God's justice on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. And here comes the taxes. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay all that is owed them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. 
Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. So according to Romans 13, verse 6, is, is Donald Trump a minister of God? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, he is. But to be fair, so is Obama. To be fair, so is George W. Bush. To be fair, so is Bill Clinton. To be fair, so is George Bush Sr. <laughs> to be fair, so is... I mean, we can go on and on and uh, ad nauseum. So, so honestly, the, <laughs> the Trump thing is like, it's a joke. Oh, so, I know, but we so, got to say that, don't well, we? Well, that, honestly, it, it's kind of easy to say. Right. So you would, I'm going to put it on you, it, you know, for the Iraqis, was Saddam Hussein a minister of God? You know, these tyrants, you know, Adolf Hitler and, you know, Mussolini, whatever. I mean, because you see see somebody like Dietrich Bonhoeffer who's trying to, you know, assassinate uh, Hitler. Yes, but you're talking about men who who were deposed and killed. Right. You know, so... So, yes, we can say that those government, I mean, even the very Caesars that we're talking about, that Paul's writing about right here, that this is Nero, who was no friend of Christians, who set fire to the city of Rome and blamed the Christians, who would routinely boil Christians in oil and then light them on fire in his gardens so he could ride his chariots around. Now, you're talking about Hitler and Mussolini, you've got to have Nero in that category too. Oh, totally. He's a villain. These guys are all villains. And Paul's here saying, yes, we should still pay our taxes. And it's not that Paul didn't have the foresight to know that a Hitler would come, because like you said, Nero is a contemporary. And, and, And you know what? They come and go, and we could, Paul could have looked back and said, Yes, Nero. And what about this Caesar? And what about this? And right. what about this? And he could have went all the way back down, you know, and, and we could certainly do that. The, the point is, is that government is instituted by God. Government is a blessing. Can blessings be perverted and twisted by people? Absolutely, yes. Often. Absolutely, yes. Government as an institution has been given by God and is a blessing. We're paying taxes and when we pay taxes, we're saying we believe God's blessing upon this institution. We believe God has ordained the institution of government. We're not necessarily saying every single individual in that government is a righteous ambassador of Christ. Those are two vastly different things. Certainly. Right? Certainly. So Paul is here saying, yes, they should still pay their taxes. And what we do when we pay our taxes is we're saying we believe in the institution of government. And as much as we can possibly change it, I think we should. I think that's part of what Paul's saying here. Participate in the political process. Participate in the process as much as we can. And if we can affect change or influence change, we absolutely should. However, we shouldn't do it by withholding revenue. Right. We should still continue to pay taxes as good, dutiful citizens. We're displaying our citizenship in heaven as we are good citizens here in this country. So civil disobedience is okay up to a point wherein we're civilly disobeying something the Bible tells us, the the government tells us to do that the Bible says don't do. So if we were being compelled by the government to, let's take our placeholder, Planned Parenthood, 
if we were compelled by the government to actually go in and participate in abortions in some way, shape, or form, there's where the civil disobedience would have to arise, like the midwives in the beginning of the book of Exodus who refused to drown the Hebrew children um, when they were born out of fear that the Hebrews were getting too large of a population. But still we should continue to pay taxes and allow the judgment of God to come upon individuals in the government who are using that revenue for ungodly means. That's upon them. That's not upon us. So yes, we still should pay taxes, even though we know a portion of that money might go to things that we don't agree with. And we should, if we possibly can, try to see those places where the money go. We try to see that change, all the while still being good citizens. Why do you think, um, and I mean, this is kind of like trying to pick a fight with scripture here, which I'm not really trying to do, but, but why do you think... It can defend itself. Uh, yeah. Why do you think uh, Jesus would have us pay our taxes when we know and he know or knew that um, they would be going to things where if we were the ones actually carrying them out, then maybe we would um, want to disobey. Maybe we wouldn't be submitting to the authority. Like, you know, you, you use the example of abortion or something like that. Um, what's the difference between funding something that, and just, or excuse me, funding something that we wouldn't, follow through on if we were asked to do it and just simply paying. Man, I just butchered that. That's okay. You know what I'm trying to say. Okay, let, let me... What's let the me, difference between funding something evil and doing something evil? There, that's what I meant to say. Okay, be, the, here's, here's the distinction is we're not funding something evil. We're funding something God has instituted and that institution has become perverted and is funding things that are evil. So we are submitting to what scripture says, while the people who we are giving our money to appropriately, biblically, are the ones who are using that money in an ungodly way. So we're not culpable for what they decide they're going to use that money for. You see what I mean? Oh, totally. So, so that's the difference and the distinction. But, the, but Peter says that we're to be subject for the Lord's sake to have every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme and Peter was killed by the emperor, or to the governors who were sent by him to punish those who do evil. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence ignorant and foolish people. There it is. This is the will of God for me, that by my doing good, I put to silence the ignorant and foolish people. I pay my taxes. The government can't come to me and say, you don't pay your taxes. You're not a good Christian. You don't pay your taxes you're not a good citizen. No one can accuse me of against that. I you're do. above reproach. I pay my taxes. I'm, I'm above reproach. Therefore, two things. One is I have integrity before the government and my, my fellow man, and I have integrity before God. And both of those things are going to go a long way, I believe, to affecting change. That if I have integrity, that I don't have scandal surrounding my name, then I have the ability and I have the voice to say things that I wouldn't otherwise if there were scandal. The second thing, and I think the most important thing, especially for us as Christians, is the way that we act under submission to the government should be a emblematic of the way that we submit to the ultimate governor, God Almighty. 
We're submitted to him. We're submitted to his word. We want to follow what it says. And we should want to, in light of our submission to God, try to be as submitted and good citizens as we can possibly be in this world, while at the same time wanting to see it become more godly, wanting to see it become more righteous, which I believe will be more useful and helpful for society as a whole. Totally. In, in practical ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really interesting how, you know, when you come to terms with the fact that we live in a kingdom in this world and a kingdom that's not of this world, when you see your life that way, how it, it kind of just makes those things simpler. Yeah. Well, even though we, yeah, you're right. It makes it simpler. And even though we live in two kingdoms, the one kingdom informs our citizenship in the other, right? right. Our kingdom, our citizenship of in heaven informs the way we're citizens here in this world. And while we live in a world that is not Christian, we live in a world that is not um, biblical. We, as biblical citizens, as heavenly citizens, seek to bring biblical principles into this world. Um, Paul says here, pardon me, Peter says, live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as living servants of God. So honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the emperor. And so there he commingled. He says that our citizenship in heaven should inform the way we live, right? Fear God, honor the emperor, right? Right. Our freedom in Christ, we shouldn't use as evil. So therefore, you know, oh, I'm free in Christ. I don't need to submit to the government. I don't need to pay my taxes. I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to. Yeah, we do. That's when you want to serve yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. I just have one more question. Um, submitting to the authorities. Does that mean I have to drive the speed limit? Well, in here in California, you can drive with the flow of traffic. And that's not considered reaching the speed limit. So if you're like when, when I drive down to visit my folks down in Southern California and we're on the five, because I'm from Southern California, I say the before the freeway like a yeah. like a normal person. Yeah. Way to the do 99, way to do that subtly, by the, the way. The 32, the five. Your chest rose when you said the five. Dude, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I really I can tell. Okay. When I'm going down the five to visit my folks down in Southern California, it's 85 the whole way. If you're going 65, you are going to crash. People are going to crash into you. You cannot go the speed limit. You, you have to go with the flow of traffic. So I would say that what we need to do as dutiful citizens is we need to be submissive to the governing authorities and we need to have common sense about it, right? I mean, that's just a good principle with all of life. But I know there's a lot of people who don't have common sense. The only reason I brought... Those people need to be punished by the government. Uh, there it is. That's nice. where my money needs to go, the, to punish the dummies. The only reason I brought this up is because I got pulled over for the first time in a long time, ha, like, ha, like ha, two ha. days ago. Ha, 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 ha. But the dude saw my Dutch Bros sweatshirt, and he started talking to me, like, oh, hey, when are you going to own one? I'm like, wow, thanks. <laughs> Jeez, just did he just give just you a warning? Pile or did he on. give you a ticket? Oh, he gave me a warning. Oh, dude. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time where 
I had this old driver's license where I was at my fattest. And you know that big old crazy smile that I do? Is it your buddy Hackett driver's license? It's my buddy Hackett driver's license because I didn't have my beard on at (laughs) that time. And so I got pulled over once. And I think it was registration. And I got pulled over and the officers, he said, oh my gosh, I ought to give you a fix-it ticket for that driver's license. (laughs) How many people do you think have to Google who Buddy Hackett is to understand that? So maybe a little more modern reference. Well, they might have to Google this too, is I've been told that I also look like Fat Bastard from Austin Powers in that driver's license picture. Get in my belly! I have not heard that one before, but (laughs) oh man, now I need to see that license picture again. Yeah. What a great way to end this episode. (laughs) Way to just land on two feet. This is great. Anyway, that's been fun. That was fun. Hit us with more questions, please. Answer some... Answer. Hit... I have no speech tonight. Yeah. Um, Yes, make sure that you leave us a review. Leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, belonging before believing. Hit us up on Twitter, belong before belief. And our email address is belonging before believing at sovereignjoycf.org. This has been belonging before believing, where? Yes. We believe that you belong. <laughs> <laughs>